You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Honestly, I don't know. I wish... I wish I could start the season like this, you know, then I'll be the MVP. You know, I get it's just the most important time of the season. Find my rhythm, but I, I you know, it's the right time to find your find your rhythm and be playing your best going into the um, postseason. I don't really have an exact answer, you know. Hopefully I'll play like this the whole season next year, but um, just keep it going. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O. Joe, uh, well, Joe's not with us, but I'm used to saying that. Joe G, Aaron Oxford with you on a Monday. Joe back later this week. And joining us right now on the Roman guest line, Vaughn Dalezell, NBC Sports Edge. We'll talk some college news. But why don't we start with the NBA there? Just heard uh, Jason Tatum as we came back for break. Celtics just continue to roll. They are right now the top seed in the Eastern Conference. It's tight, but they're the top seed. Tatum is certainly playing like someone uh, that it looks like an MVP in moments this year. But Boss has been incredible. Let's talk to Vaughn about all that. Vaughn, welcome to the show. And uh, we can start with Eastern Conference and start with uh, the Boston Celtics. We've no, I think we started noticing on this show about, I don't know, early mid-January, like, man, this what's going on here? I mean, they're just bludgeoning teams. It hasn't stopped. What's your read on the Celtics? Uh, is this a team you believe could get to the finals? Yeah, I mean, they've been so impressive, and we kind of dismissed them early on in the year. I went to three or four Celtics games before uh, for New Year's, and that's a totally different Celtics team than we saw this season. This is the second half of the season. So while they have been impressive today, it may not be best betting on the Celtics, to be honest. Jason Tatum implied after uh, the last on Sunday night's win against the Timberwolves, he might not play against Toronto, so he's listed day-to-day today. I don't think he will play. I mean, I think that didn't come out. I came out of left field and, you know, down the playoff stretch, the Celtics have solidified their spot. And, you know, this is a time, time of year where teams are going to start uh, losing games on purpose, winning games on purpose, resting guys. Um, so while Tatum hasn't been announced yet, I expect him to sit today. So the Raptors are probably a better play. But look out for Jason or Jalen Brown, excuse me. The guy's bald, bald without him. 24 points in 10 straight games, 26 plus and seven of the last eight and eight plus rebounds in six straight without Tatum. And there's no Rob Williams tonight. So uh, I'm going to like a lot of Jalen Brown props if Tatum is out. What's up, V Money? Um, back in January, I grabbed the Cavs uh, 33 to one to win the Eastern Conference. But last night, I was like, mm, they're in a bit of a free fall right now. They're struggling. I just cashed out and only lost half of my money because I don't think that's going to hit. But what is your assessment of what's going on with this Cavs team? Hey, better to get something rather than nothing on the Cleveland Cavaliers. But they did look like a team they were worth betting on for a long time. But, I mean, you know, once February and early March hit, totally a different team. But I think a lot of it has to do with Jared Allen being out. 
I mean, since he's been out of the lineup in the last 10 games in particular, uh, the Cavaliers allow the fifth most points per game in the paint in the NBA, which is unheard of, which is what all season long, you know, Mobley and Allen have been outstanding. So uh, a guy like Wendell Carter Jr. might not play tonight. He missed the last two. I'm looking at France Wagner. If Cleveland is out tonight, he scored 11 uh, plus and five straight and 15 plus and four. I lost five without WCJ. And uh, Wendell Carter's also been playing very well lately when he is in the lineup. So, yeah, I'm not too in love with the Cavaliers. I haven't been all season. I'm a Bulls fan. And everyone talked about Cleveland and Chicago making these runs. But we know all along, once the NBA playoffs come, these two teams are losing in the first round. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, it certainly feels like that is going to happen here. Um, when we look forward to the Western Conference here, uh, you know, the one thing that stands out to us watching some of the Suns and the uh, the Sixers game yesterday, it just feels like, and it's felt like it for a while, Vaughn, that the Suns are just on a totally different level. Not just a, a better level, but totally different. They, they run away from the Sixers late in that game. Um, do, do you envision anyone truly challenging the Suns in the Western Conference, or do you believe that conference is theirs and they'll be in the finals again? Ooh, I mean, to challenge them? Yeah, I mean, I think there are teams out there right now. I mean, obviously, we're dismissing the Warriors because Steph Curry's not fully healthy. The Grizzlies still don't have John Moran right now, and they're playing, I mean, better than anyone. They're laying 10 against the Warriors tonight uh, without Steph Curry and no John Moran. So uh, that just tells you they think the Grizzlies are that much better than them. I mean, I don't know how much Steph Curry counts for over John Moran in points, but you got to think the Grizzlies are still a sneaky team to compete with the Suns if they get matched up. I had a preseason ticket on the Jazz. I can rip, a, rip up that and throw that away. <laughs> I mean, I'm not confident on what they're going to be able to do with Rudy Gobert back, but I do think the Suns are the number one team to bet on when it comes to the finals of the Western Conference. If I was placing a ticket on another team, I'd be taking the Memphis Grizzlies right now. Although, I would be reminiscent if I didn't ma- mention the Mavericks and the Nuggets hold the best long-term value, uh, especially you know, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, possibly come back to the Nuggets. And then, of course, the Mavericks have been one of the best teams, like the Celtics, since, uh, the, since the New Year's break. So uh, can't, can't forget about Luka Doncic and the crew as well. Yeah, what is your assessment of the Nuggets? I also have a Nuggets future. Curious, you know, what what you think. And we keep hearing that they are going to get those pieces back, but it's like the biggest tease ever. I don't know when it's going to happen. And even if they do, how healthy will they be? What will the chemistry be like? Will it take them a while to get things together? Um, how confident would you be in the Nuggets if you have any futures with them? Well, we talked about them, you know, a month ago, two weeks ago, talking about they're their sharp bets in the NBA long-term wise. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't throw that. I wouldn't throw away that ticket if I was you. And I, you look at the games they have down the stretch. I mean, they got Indiana. They have the Lakers twice, San Antonio. Um, also games against the Grizzlies and Timberwolves. So, those are, those are good games for these guys to possibly come back, although you could just rest them until the NBA playoffs because if they're healthy enough playing in the G League and practicing, then you could be confident enough they could play in an NBA playoffs game because they have this experience already and the Nuggets have been there. So, I mean, don't throw away that ticket. I'm pretty confident they can win around one game. You know, if they win, if they get a matchup, say, with the Utah Jazz and the Mavericks in round two, you should be pretty confident the Nuggets could advance in that game, but uh, in, that, in that series. But although, like I said, it's, it's the Suns are nothing when it comes to putting uh, larger than a unit on the futures out of the West. Vaughn, let's jump to the uh, college basketball Final Four. It is set now. Kansas, at Villanova, Duke, North Carolina. Uh, let's start with Duke, North Carolina. That's the one that everyone is going to be talking about all week. It's Coach K's final run, and he gets to face Carolina here uh, in the end. Uh, what's your assessment of this game? First read on it, that the number in both games, actually, is uh, sitting at four and a half right now. But Duke, 
four and a half point favorites over Carolina. We saw Carolina go to Duke and beat them late in the regular season. What's your view on this game? Yeah, it's so hard not to take the dogs with plus four and a half in both these games. It's so tempting, but watching Duke the past two games now, the college basketball casual that have seen Duke the past two games think this is what we've seen from Duke all season. That's not the truth. I think all the college basketball stands know that, but when we haven't seen the past two games, I cannot dismiss. Uh, they've been so impressive. It's been ridiculous. And the over in the series between these two teams have hit six straight times. I mean, North Carolina is 8-2 and two against the spread in the last 10 meetings. They've also been 3-1 and one ATS and on the money line in the last four. So, of course, North Carolina looks super tempting as a dog here. Uh, and they're the team I've been riding in this entire, uh, you know, entire tournament. But I'm going to be honest, Duke looks worldly right now. And that's kind of scary because when they're their favorites, uh, they've done really well lately, winning four of the last six, and it's hard for me not to think they win this. Although all the money and all the books are on Duke to win. We've talked about that, Final Four, championship tickets, everything. Uh, but it looks like it doesn't matter. It looks like they're playing for Coach K. So uh, early read, I lean North Carolina. But after going 0-7, you heard that right, 0-7 in the Elite Eight. Um, <laughs> I think my early read is probably going to be the wrong option. But uh, looking at this game more and more as the week goes on, uh, I have a feeling I'll be leaning on a team total or play on Duke of some sort, uh, maybe in the first half. Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned the team totals. Those first half unders and unders in general, 11 and one since last Thursday. Um, would you, what, what do you like both the totals? How would you play them when you take a look at them? Yeah, well, the only over that happened in those last 12 games was a Duke game, Duke versus Texas Tech. And if you look at Duke lately, I mean, they've been allowing 73 points or more and five of the last eight or six of the last nine games. If you look at the defensive efficiency numbers, Duke's defense has also been subpar to what they've been doing earlier in the season. But that's also just a step up in competition with the teams they've been playing. And if you look at the tempo, these two teams like to run. So while the others have been hitting, I mean, Duke is an over type of team. And I would honestly, if you didn't get this already at the 150 it opened, I'm, I would wait and potentially play the under uh, if it gets to the 153 and a half, 154, like I think it will, because we know the public is only going to play the over in this game uh, and we're going to play the under in the next game because they're two different scripts. And we kind of saw that the over should have hit for Duke and Arkansas, but, you know, it was the sharpest line possible at 147 half and it landed on think 147. So that game should have went over as well. Both the Duke games should have went over in the past two. Vaughn, uh, how big of a deal is Justin Moore's injury for Villanova? You know, we know they play a short rotation, uh, especially in, in the tournament here, brother, Big East tournament or the NCAA tournament. So this cuts off one of the elements of that for Jay Wright. Someone else could have to come in here. How big of a deal is this injury heading into this game against Kansas? It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Oh my God, it's scary. I mean, Villanova's already playing a six-man rotation, so I mean, what are you going to do now? Are you going to have someone else step up and do you trust them? Are you going to have five guys play 38-plus minutes? I mean, it's going to be a really tough coaching edge here uh, because it was a pretty neutral when it came to Jay Wright and Bill Seth, but now with the one-man tough potentially down, yeah, it's going to be tougher for, for Villanova, but Kansas just came off the best second half of history. <laughs> I mean, of all basketball, of Kansas basketball, whatever you want to call it, NCAA basketball, I mean, Kansas was just dominant against Miami. And I had a, t- I had a Hurricanes ticket plus six and a half in the money line. So, I mean, that was absolutely just, you know, diminishing for me. But at the same time, I was impressed with what I saw from Kansas. And Villanova grinded out against Houston. I had Houston on the money line. I liked the under in the first half. Under didn't give it out officially. Gave it out on our Twitter spaces. So, I mean, that's the same type of look here. I think Villanova is going to play elite defense. And what you saw from Kansas, they continue to play inside. You saw Jim Laranova from Miami do that pregame halftime speech, taking a charge in front of his team. But it was true what he said. Kansas scores 55% of the points inside the paint or from two. That's top 70 in the country. That's what they love to do. They're not a good three-point shooting team. We saw it against Miami. And they're not a good free-throw shooting team either, leaving points off the board. So I like the first half under, and I like the game under 133.5 in this one. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Joe Giglio and I are going up against each other. Um, I have a Kansas future. He has um, Villanova. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Do you see any value in any more futures or is that just to stay away at this point? Yeah. I mean, unless you want to jump on the bandwagon with Duke, I mean, it's, it's, that's really all it is or nothing. I talked about two weeks ago, how Kansas had the best value to make the final four or make it to the championship. Uh, just with the teams that are playing, you know, Providence and Miami, we're going to be their two matchups uh, we talked about, and that's ended up what happening. And I, uh, so if you don't have the ticket on Kansas right now, you know, Duke's the only other team I would be looking at. And I was, I loved Villanova because Houston was going to be the team I planned on talking about on Monday when we came here. I was like, Houston's going to be Villanova. And that's going to be my team to win it all, yada, yada. And they didn't do that. So obviously <laughs> I'm impressed with Villanova, but the injury hurts. Um, so yeah, I think Duke and Kansas are the only two teams we're betting on, but. Although they're the favorites, that's not much advice to be giving. <laughs> Vaughn, how about for most outstanding player? Uh, if you had an angle there, if you, a name, uh, obviously, you know, we know the top players in each team, but is, is there something you're thinking? I, I, I've been looking at Colin Galepsi the, the whole time here. Uh, Galepsi from, from Villanova. I don't know if they're going to make it. They're four and a half point underdogs or without Justin Moore. But it just feels like if they win, he's the guy. I always try to look there like if they win, who's the guy? What do you think about that uh, that future right now? No, absolutely. I mean, if they win, he's going to be the guy. There's no doubt about that one. I think, I mean, Paula Benchero right now for Duke, I mean, the way that he's, you know, just riding with Coach K and hyping him up and he's playing right now, he's been so impressive. I think one of the sneak guys that has a little bit um, better odds than Gillespie will be Remy Martin of Kansas. Mm -hmm. Remy Martin's been playing really well lately, double digits in every single tournament game. He's shooting well. He's taken a lot of shots as well coming off the bench for Kansas. And for a bench guy to have plus 850, I mean, that's certainly implying that he's going to, you know, have his name in the hat, especially if Kansas makes it. So um, I like Paulo Benchero and Remy Barnes right now for most outstanding players. And that goes along with my Duke and Kansas, you know, observations for who's going to win the two games and move forward. Any other bets you like, um, whether it be college basketball or NBA tonight? Yeah, so right now I'm going through my NBA card because, like I said, yesterday, I went, or the past two days, I went 0-7. So this was the first time in six months that I went winless in back-to-back days. Um, so certainly it gives you a lot of motivation heading forward on the next day slate. So I've been mm-hmm. up for a long time. 
And uh, I have three bets today to make for our Battle of the Bets for NBC's, like, show we daily show we do Monday through Friday. And right now, I think the Hawks are going to be one of the teams that I throw in there. Um, they're laying at minus seven, seven and a half. Uh, I'm looking at either way, whether to go with the first half or the full game. The Pacers have been getting blown out left and right, 30 and 40 point losses in the last two. Hawks are now 37 and 37 on the year. They're back to 500. Uh, and they have the Pacers and Thunder in the next two games. So these are two great games to bet on the Hawks moving forward as they get tune up potential. Um, so I'm saying what I want to do with the Hawks right now. A Jalen Brown prop will probably be in my pocket once Tatum gets announced out. And then I'm waiting on Wendell Carter Jr. news because Franz Wagner is going to be a great play as well. Um, and potentially something in the Spurs Rockets game because, you know, what DeJounte Murray can do when it comes to the points, rebounds, and assists against a team like Houston. Um, so I'll be looking at that as well. So there's a lot of plays on the board right now. This is a phenomenal NBA slate. Um, so I'll probably have my plays up at 4 or 5 p.m. today, and they're all going to be winners. Great Love stuff. Well, Vaughn, we'll check them out. Uh, we will make sure to check out that. V Money Sports is, uh, is Vaughn's Twitter handle. Vaughn, thanks so much for hopping on. Uh, we'll do it again soon. Vaughn Dalezell, NBC Sports Edge on College Hoops NBA. On the Roman Guest Line, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL we got a lot to discuss coming up in our next segment. We'll dive into the Will Smith-Chris Rock situation at the Oscars. And how about this? We have our Hard Knocks team for this summer set for HBO. I cannot wait. Joe G. Aaron Hawks for BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.